Oh, I don't know if I should say Phoebe Buffet face or Monica face or Rachel face, but <laughs> Lauren Jones, welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you asked me to do this. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have wanted to do this with anyone else. Um, I'm honored. I'm touched. How are you doing? How's life? Uh, Hey. I, if I had so. horns and stuff, I would let them off for you right now. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be here. It's been almost two years since I've been home, so it feels really good to be back. Are you going to take uh, Steve into all authentic places, the, the places where he can learn how to actually cook? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to learn how to cook for his New Mexican girl. <laughs> I've been great. Uh, you know, New York's opened back up. Uh, all the idiots are outside because CDC said if you if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, and it's all on a system because no one's checking to see if you're vaccinated or not. So it's like, right? That that's stupid. Yep. Anybody, you know, they could just do the old, oh, sure, I'm vaccinated. Wink, wink. Yeah. Sure. 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 I'm vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Just out here contaminating everyone else. Not yeah. A problem. You nasties! You just, just, you're just nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty but, rough. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I, I'm good. trying to get used to outside being opened up and what that looks like being because we were home for a year, so just trying to figure out what yeah, that looks feels, like. It needs to be normal. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of spot on. That's kind of spot on. <laughs> but we'll get there, I hope. I yeah, hope. eventually, down the line, I guess. Um, so, if you, I don't know if you're wondering why I was going to call you back up here, but I'm sure once you sent me that trailer, you knew <laughs> why we were going to be doing this again. I, I had a pretty strong idea, and I've already watched it twice. Thank you. All right. Okay, so last time we talked about the toxicity, and yes, that's a word, toxicity of Rachel and Ross, and now we're here with a reunion recap. Um, I guess I'm just going to ask you, how'd you feel about it? What, What were your thoughts? So, overall, I loved it. Okay. I thought it was really beautifully done. I was actually relieved to know that the reunion was not an episode. Yes. And it was actually just these actors and writers and producers coming together to honor a beautiful show that they created. Yes. I was very happy about that. Um, One major disappointment and some other small things that I can nitpick at, but... For the most part, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You, you mentioned uh, it being like a celebration and not necessarily an episode. I'm glad that they didn't do like a, a when they asked them about, hey, would you guys do another uh, uh, like a movie or something? Everybody was like, no, like it doesn't make sense. Like the characters had a perfect send off. Um, right. Selfishly, in the 90s, I would have killed for like a movie for another episode, but I'm glad they did it yeah, in just a absolutely. reunion show. Um, the fact that they incorporated like the table reads for certain um, certain episodes, I thought oh, was phenomenal. I cried and cried and cried through most of it, but mostly watching Jennifer Anderson and David Schwimmer reread the, their first kiss scene. How about to know that there was all of that tension? And their first kiss was that actual scene. Like, you know. Right? <laughs> what? That was crazy. I mean, looking back, you would have to be pretty pretty silly not to assume that there was some behind the scenes stuff going on, but how perfect that it was between those two, you know? Can I ask you, were you that person that every couple you saw on TV, you just assumed that they were together in real life? 
characters. Okay. When the chemistry is that great, it's hard not to. Because I uh, thought for years that um, Uncle Jesse and uh, Rebecca... Oh, Yeah. I thought they were yes. married in yes. real life. And how disappointing when you find out that they're married to other people in real life. Yeah, it's like, what the <laughs> hell? What are you doing? That's not what TV told me. So, but yes, uh, mind-blowing to find out that, that act, there was some truth to all of that that passion and desire between the two of them on the show. I think that's awesome. The fact that it was never uh, acted upon outside the show, um, I kind of agree with... Uh, Courtney Cox and that like it it could have seemed forced yeah. on the show. It, it could have ruined it for sure. Yeah. So yeah. They, they did right by not ever kind of really truthfully seeing that through but like Stephen and I were talking about it though and it was like what an odd position to be in to be able to somewhat fulfill those desires but not really. That has, that has to play with your emotions a little bit. Talk to me a little bit about that. that I like that. That's interesting. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I think I think it's it's a natural thing and, and to 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 flirt with people and to, to find attraction to people, even if you are with somebody else. I think that that is something that is human nature and it's in all of us. And how you act on it is is. You know, obviously the crucial element to those situations, but for them in particular, to be with other people, but to still have these emotional feelings for each other and this kind of sexual charge and tension towards each other and not being able to really see it through, but then you're going to work every day and you're and you're kissing this person and you're laying next to bed in this person with this person and that that kinda has to screw with you a little bit, don't wouldn't you think? <laughs> We're technically acting out all of the other motions except for a title. So, yeah, you're right. We're, we're right. Like, I just think, like, how strange to feel these emotions for somebody at work and actually get to, you're getting paid, essentially, to to kiss this person and, and flirt with them and hug and touch and do all of these things. And then you go home to your other significant other. <laughs> that has to be such a strange double life. You know what sucks about that? Because even though you're getting paid to kiss this person and all that other stuff, you still got to fight with them. So you might as well be in an actual relationship. <laughs> right. Might as well. And they were so hot and cold that they were really, they really sold it pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said you had some disappointments. Let's talk about your disappointment. So my biggest disappointment was... The fact that Paul Rudd and Hank Azaria didn't make any appearance. Um, super disappointed to know that 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 Paul Rudd wasn't a, even video conference stand or something. Which you know he may be busy doing Ant Man things, but uh, I mean he was he was Phoebe's husband, and there was hardly a mention of him. You know, it's like come on, man. They did show so, a video of him filming that was a big one for me. the final thing, though. What's that? I said they did show a video of him filming like the final curtain call. They did. They did do that, which was nice. But um but yeah, so that was honestly the the major disappointment. And then, you know, nitpicking at other stuff, which maybe isn't fair to do because I you know Why not? We're I friends experts. Of course we can. High, but <laughs> I um you know, the fashion show I thought was silly. Could have done without it. Yeah. It was it was fine that it was there, but, you know, it was kind of a throwaway for me. Um, and what else? Oh, I we, they didn't talk about Fat Monica, which, as a curvy gal myself, I relate pretty hard to Fat Monica. <laughs> I love her and I adore her. So I really wish that they would have talked about her a little bit. And then the last thing... Which I'm curious to know what you think about this. Chandler's job. I know what Chandler's job is. And they said on the reunion that nobody knows what his job is. What's his job? Statistical analysis and data reconfiguration. What? That was his job. They say it in the episode when he quits his job and Monica's like, you know, no, if you want to quit, I think that's great. And she's 
says, uh, some, I can't remember the exact line, but it's something if, along the lines of, if statistical analysis and data reconfiguration isn't what you want to do, then don't do it. And Chandler says to her, I quit and you finally learn what I do. Huh. Yeah. And they, and they say, all of the writers and producers and everybody is there. And not one person in that room was like, wait a minute, we do know what Chandler's job is. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a bit perplexing. Well, you just taught me something. <laughs> well, there you go for your next French trivia. If that ever comes up, you do know what Chandler's job is. Wow. As should have the writers. <laughs> <laughs> my, my sister made an excellent point where she said, you know, that that's not a quotable line in the show. A quotable line in the show is saying he's a transponder. That's not even a word. That's a very quotable moment in the show. So of course people remember that more than they remember seasons later when they talk about his actual job. I am uh, now intrigued to watch it again and to understand why none of the writers, producers, anybody said, "Hey." Yeah, well, we kind of do know what his job is. I'm, I'm yeah. shocked. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a little like, wait a minute, you know, a little. It took me back a little bit. It's taken me back. <laughs> but you know, again, overall, beautifully done. I loved to see you know Janice come back and Richard and Gunther. You know all, all these characters, and 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 Jack and um, oh my God, why can't I remember Judy? Jack and Judy come back. You know, it was it was great to see all of those actors come back and do little guest appearances too, and how much fun it must have been for all of them to be back together. You you started with uh, Chandler's job, and I wanted to ask you because I'm sure yes. you were thinking it as I was. What the hell is wrong with Matthew Perry? struggled for a while with I think some some drug use along the way and he really struggled a lot with you know being in the public eye and trying to kind of find himself after friends and what that all meant and I think he's still a little bit on the struggle bus okay because some of his some of his um banter and and demeanor uh, conversations with the other cast, you know, he was a little absent. I don't know if that's the right word, but he just seemed um, kind of out of it. Yeah, and um, I got from it, like, they didn't really address him in a lot of stuff. Like, his stuff was more, like, undertone, like, uh, Maybe a, a one liner here and there, but they they basically were like talking over him, like as if he yeah. wasn't even there. Yeah, it, and, and it felt like he was very um, ignored, and, and anything that was about his character was always just kind of related back to Monica. And it's like, no, he. I mean, he's a he's a separate character from Monica. Like you can just ask him about being him. <laughs> you know, you can just ask him about Chandler because there were several years before you know Chandler and Monica were a thing so I don't know it, it, it did feel a little a little odd something seemed misplaced or something yeah I was watching and I just kept saying that, like just this seems off his body language even his, his responses to stuff and like yeah it was um, almost kind of sad yeah yeah that that's which, which makes me sad. He's he's my one of my favorite characters on the show, and it, and it's sad to see him kind of sad. Yeah, um, like when Janice came out, and he was just like, "That's great, that was awesome." I was like, "What the <laughs> hell is going on here?" Like, yeah. But I I I get it. Uh, 
being a celebrity is a drug in itself and when you're not used to uh the spotlight like the producer said when they knew it was a a hit like they looked and they were on the cover of everything right and which is like overnight seemingly yeah yeah you go from nobody knowing you to the world recognizing you and calling you by your character and all that other stuff I'm sure, right. like, not even for, like, a person on Friends, but I'm sure anybody that's in that position where you instantly go from nobody knows me to I can't even walk the street, I'm sure that's a, a difficult pill to swallow. Sure. And, and, and I'm sure, and it's not something that's easily handled uh, sober, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, to put it kind of bluntly, I guess. But I, I, to your point, uh, not being able to handle it sober also leads me to believe that um, while you're that famous, you feel like you're on cloud nine, regardless of if yeah. you like it or not. You feel like you're on cloud nine, so you may have extracurricular activities that keep you on cloud nine in your mind. Sure, sure, and it, and that's just one of those. Um, luxury, I, I guess I wouldn't even really call it a luxury, but kind of one of those dangers of all that, that fame and fortune is you kind of get that invincibility complex. And then before you know it, you're checking into rehab. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, and he, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain I've seen a few, a few articles about, um, his personal struggle with, with different, with drug abuse and, and stuff like that. So I think, He's had a, a pretty rough go since the show ended, and I would like to think that the other cast members haven't um, held that against him in any way or, or isolated him um, because of it. Um, but it's also when you're when you're an addict, I think it's easy for you to isolate yourself. Yeah, and so that that could be something too where. Um, he's feeling a little bit of guilt for for isolating himself or has felt isolated from the rest of the group because of his personal stuff that he's got going on so but there was definitely a little bit of a, an offbeat with him for sure well, i was speaking to somebody uh recently and they said you know the thing about drugs is that it only gets you high so like you're enjoying that experience but right. those around you might be having a terrible time right and, and and his castmates care about him. You know, he, I, if, I don't know how many people are like me and watch the series straight through like a crazy person, but. Oh, you mean like a, me? <laughs> a very notable weight change in yes. him. Yes. Between um, when he and Monica get engaged and then the episode immediately after. And Jennifer Aniston is the one that helped him lose all of that weight. You know. They, they got together and, and she was the one that pushed him and they made it happen and held him accountable. And, and so you know that they care about each other because she took that time and dedicated her her time to, to get him healthy and to try and get him back on track. And then, so, so I know that they care about him, obviously, but yeah, something was off for sure. You know what I think is interesting uh, to lighten this up a little bit? What yeah. was good about him, he sure got his teeth done. Tell you that much. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he sure did. And you know what? He's still he's still quick. You know, when, when um, the bug got on Lisa Kudrow and his response was amazing. It was just, you know, well, the good news is, is we handled it well. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, that, that was really funny. So. I, I like the uh, uh, when they were in the coffee shop and uh, Rachel called out one of the wrong scenes. He was like, no, no, do that again. Just like like <laughs> and I was like, OK, so it's still there. Like, yes. And seeing him and Joey in the chairs. Can we just talk about it? Oh, yeah. So sweet. I wanted a lazy boy because of friends. Not going to lie to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think everybody did. Honestly, they made it. They sold those things like crazy. <laughs> I hope they got a check from Lazy Boy for it. Shoot, uh, that and foosball <laughs> tables because I didn't know what a foosball machine was until Friends, and I was like, "Right, what the heck?" 
Well, and I, it was interesting to learn too that they um, they really did smash the the original foosball table. Yeah, I thought that was like, oh, it's just a prop. They didn't really break it. But yeah, when they, I'm like, that's what? what I the, thought too. Why would you open the th- the third <laughs> curtain here? I want to make sure keep everything. <laughs> I remember it. But um, one of the things that I did when they do reunion shows, I'm always surprised that them being able to like just to assemble the sets again, like exactly how it's remembered and like yes. what people think about it. Because when they walked in and everybody's like reaction, like it was almost like, oh, we just left here yesterday. Yes. And that that made me emotional watching all of them walk around the set and just just remembering different elements from their experience just by being there yeah just think just incredible to watch what and good oh and and knowing you know it was interesting to learn that their dressing rooms were right behind that back closet from Monica's apartment. That was the junky uh, space that she <laughs> kept right, everything in. Exactly, but that led to all of their dressing rooms, yeah. and that was that was interesting to learn. So it was it was, and it was kind of bizarre watching the camera just kind of pan through, you know, from Joey's room to the boys' apartment, the hallway, Monica's apartment, and then right into Central Perk. It was <laughs> it was kind of bananas to just see it straight in one line like that. My wife, uh, we were watching. She goes, "I thought they actually built a coffee shop. I didn't know it was like right next." I'm like, "Come on, come on." Well, that's how good the show is. Yeah, but also, um, did you get from this that Schwimmer and Aniston were the stars, and everybody else were just like supporting casts? Yeah, it it felt a little bit like there was kind of a sole focus on them. And I don't know if that's because, I mean, it's, it's obvious that Jennifer Aniston has had the most successful career after. So a younger audience is going to be more familiar with Jennifer Aniston. Mm -hmm. And, and it was just kind of a natural evolution of stardom from that. Or if it's because now that everybody's, younger generations are now watching friends people are really really fixated on on ross and rachel i think that's kind of become a pretty hot topic with memes and social media and and all that kind of stuff and it's kind of being rebirthed now that younger audiences are watching it for the first time so i'm not sure if it's a product of of that but it did really feel like they were kind of running they were answering most of the questions in interviews and they were there was kind of a sole focus, I think. <laughs> when Joey was talking about, like, he was watching it with his, his daughter, and she was, he was like, well, watch this, because he was saying everything was calculated. When I yes. look back at those episodes, I'm like, man, like, you're your own worst critic, no matter what you do, or, like, uh, <laughs> whether it's acting, whether it's writing, whether it's sports, like, you're always hardest on yourself. So for all of them to be like, yeah, I don't, I don't really can't watch myself on a show. I can watch you guys, but I can't watch myself because I critique it. I'm like, well, that was yeah. so bad. But that specific episode with the, the leather pants. <laughs> yes. There's so, there's so many things about friends that I laugh at that has nothing to do with the lines that are being said <laughs> at the time. Yeah. They, you know, and David Schwimmer in particular is a great physical comedian. Yeah. He really is. And that's one of those things we we talked about it the last time we talked that I I'm sincerely bothered by Ross as a character, but David Schwimmer's <laughs> a great actor and he is a he's a very good physical comedian and I don't think I think that overshot that gets overshadowed by people's hatred for Ross the character <laughs> for sure. What's your favorite? Uh, I don't know if we have we did this last time, but your favorite episode. Oh, hands down, the one with the embryos. Okay, okay. I will watch that episode over and over and over. My second favorite is the one where Ross is fine. (laughs) I'm Um, fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just so good. And it's because of of 
David Schwimmer's acting in that episode that makes it so great. What about you? You know, uh, you put this, I, I've, like, when they said, oh, Friends was watched over, uh, I forget the number they threw out. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably responsible for a good number <laughs> of those. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, I uh, I'm responsible for, like, half of that. <laughs> But if you put this, if like if this episode came on right now while we were on the phone, I would laugh like it was the first time I saw it. And that is the one where no one's ready, and <laughs> the one with the uh, the bracelet. Yes. Oh, so okay. So you're early episodes guy. Did I ever tell you how I got into Friends? No. Okay. The very first episode that I watched on accident i was walking through my aunt's bedroom and okay the the um ross is getting married to emily okay that's my first episode and i didn't even that's catch the i didn't sure. even catch the full episode i caught the very end of it and the cliffhanger when she's like he said my name and i'm like what's going on and my aunt was like because she was laughing the entire time and I'm like, yeah. what show is this? She was like, oh, it's Friends and blah, blah, blah. She was telling me the premise. And I'm like, well, that sounds dumb. And then one day I watched episode one. <laughs> and I was like, okay, now I got to get to the point where, like, it was my first episode where I saw it. So, yeah, the him getting married to Emily was my first episode ever. And I didn't see the full episode. I only walked oh, in man. the tail end. Yeah. What a draw. Yeah. That's a great way to get you sucked in, leaving on such a cliffhanger like that. I was like, wait, what's That's happening? Who's this? Who's that? Who, what's, that? what's going on? <laughs> that is definitely one of the more dramatic moments of that show, too. So do you think if it were uh, a different episode that maybe you wouldn't have been as interested? Maybe. Because, like... Yeah. In the 90s, I tried to watch all the different shows. Uh, people are going to, like, crucify me for this. But Seinfeld, I wasn't... I watched episodes, but I wasn't like, a, I got to watch the whole thing, every single one. Sure. Frasier, I would watch episodes, but the same way. But, like, Mad About You, I would watch episodes. But, like, I never really, like... Like, now, I'd be like, all right, well, let me go to season one, episode one, see what the fuss is about. Yeah. But, like, back then, because it was, oh, well, you had to catch it every week, or blah, 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 blah. Right. We couldn't just binge it. Yeah. So it was like, all right, well, I'll catch it whenever I catch it. But it was it was never a desire to go back and watch. But, yeah, that might, that might contribute to why I wanted to go back and see what was going on. But um, I don't know if I didn't see that episode, if I would be as hung up on the show as I am now. If we would even be here right now, if it weren't for Ross saying the wrong name. You see, the writers knew <laughs> years knew later we would be together talking about this <laughs> and just no, magic. I, that's, that's, a, that's a great way to get sucked in, though, truthfully. And, and that's, I think even now, obviously I've seen the show a hundred times, watching that episode is still cringy. Because you know it's coming, and it's just oh god, it stings still. <laughs> but it, but is it is it cringy when like the whole setup? Like you can see the producers walking through. He wants her to come. She doesn't want to come. He's want he wants her to come. She doesn't want to come. She shows up right before he walks down the aisle. Like they're walking yeah. you through it. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I just. I wasn't crazy about Emily. I didn't like her. But Neither in that I. moment, it was just... I, I couldn't help but feel so bad. <laughs> How mortifying, you know? Just, and, and, you know, of course, Ross's dad with the perfect... Just wrong time... Bad time to say the wrong name. Like, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> hey, Ross, make sure you make the card out to Emily. That, like... <laughs> Just I mean, there are just so there are just so many great moments from that show, and to kind of relive them a little bit in just that short hour and forty five minutes of the reunion. I mean, I feel like it could have gone on; for, they could have made a ten episode series of just them reminiscing about stuff. But for for those 
hour and 45 minutes. I, it was really, really great to kind of relive it a little bit. I, I would have been glued. I don't care how long the episodes were. I would have I would have stuck. So I would have stuck around. Oh yeah. I would have oh, stuck yeah. around. Uh, to see Jack and Judy just looks so 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 old. Just put yeah. everything in perspective. I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and and that's the thing is you you know you see the original cast and you're like all right they've aged a little bit and you know there's some uh, I I I hate to dive into this because i honestly don't care if anybody gets cosmetic surgery but of course you know there's some botox going on oh there was a lot of botox on that stage and yeah right and so it's one of those things where you know you you notice it for sure but then you know seeing christina pickles and elliot gould it was kind of like oh man yep and and even and even tom Selleck a little bit you know like his hand was shaking when he was reading that card and it was like oh man yeah (laughs) We're old now. Yeah, I, I, I like the fact that they like try to re uh, reenact that um, scene, but using different questions. Um, yes, I like that. And but the barbershop quartet, how hilarious! Yeah, that they found those four guys to come and do that. My thinking was, how do we know these are the same barbershop quartet guys? Are these just randoms? Are you just full of it? Yeah, are these randoms? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and watch that episode, and then watch the reunion, and try and compare their faces the, be- the best I can. <laughs> Do some investigative reporting. I like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Until then, I can't be convinced. Outside, you know, uh, go ahead. It, it was it was cool to see to to learn too that you know, um, I knew that that Matt LeBlanc actually had hurt his shoulder in in the one where no one's ready. Um. The next episode, when his when his arm was in a sling, I did I knew that he had actually hurt his shoulder in real life, and they had to write it into the show. But I didn't know that it was from the previous episode that he had hurt his shoulder. See, I like that tie-in because I didn't know that either. So when I when I remember him being in the sling, I'm like, what happened to his arm? Because they never really, oh the jumping on a bed. That's how they yes. like transitioned into yes. it. But I'm like, that's kind of a weird way to. But I get it. You had to put him in a sling somehow, so... Right. And I, you know what? I was a little sad that there wasn't really any mention of um, Frank Jr. and Alice and Phoebe carrying the triplets. Yeah. They didn't talk about that either. There was a lot of stuff that was, like you said, a lot of stuff seemed like it was focused on uh, David and Jen's characters and, yeah. like them being the focal point where they on a break and all that other stuff. But yeah, they didn't really dig into anybody else's character like that on a reunion. Not even Monica. Yeah. And like, yeah, like there was no mention of fat Monica or, or anything really. It was, it was, um, they, I mean, they could have easily done, like I said, 10 hours of, of this reunion and, and all that. But I just, um, you know, there was there was some disappointments because you think, in my mind at least, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but things like that are kind of such focal points of the show. And for there to be no mention, it's like, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was so crucial to, you know, this an entire season. And nothing. <laughs> I, I, I loved... Um... The uh, the producer laughing hysterically when Matt tripped walking, and I remember that scene. Yes. <laughs> I, I like I I was laughing watching her laugh because I'm like I, I I could only imagine what that would have been like just being on set watching him trip every God. single time missing his mark. Yes. <laughs> so funny, and and it and it is so fun to just watch other people laugh as weird as that is but you're right just watching marta dot keeled over dying laughing because he had fumbled so bad was hilarious and and how wonderful that they have all those moments on camera forever yes 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 like when i was younger we used to say a thing we used to think that we were these big document uh documentary people where we would just record stuff for no <laughs> sure. reason 
But it was like just dumb kids with cameras like, oh, let's record us hanging out, sitting down, doing nothing. And I'm like, why were we doing that? But if I wanted to look at that footage now, I don't have it. But it's nice to know that that's, that type of stuff is around and instances yeah. like TV shows and things like that, like where you're living in a moment and may not necessarily have a camera on your person to capture this stuff. Well, and it, it was interesting to me to learn how much they don't remember from filming. And, I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's been 17 years since the last episode, so it's been 27 years, right, since the the first season. But And, and they obviously aren't watching it <laughs> as much as you and I are, probably, or hardly at all. But it was... It was very interesting to me to hear them talk about episodes and half of them remember it and half of them have no memory at all yeah. of even filming it. And it's like, how is that even possible? <laughs> you were there. What do you mean you right. don't remember? Like you, you, you did it. And that was such a huge part of your life. And then in my head, I think, well, you probably had to shoot all of these scenes more than one time. So... I don't know. It, it's just—it's interesting to me how much, how little they remember. If you were to do a, a one-off or maybe like a two or three series thing, where it was like, a, where are they now? Yeah. How would you uh, kind of bring us to date? Oh, for the characters. Yes. Oh gosh. Well. um... I really enjoyed Lisa Kudrow's answer where she said, you know, she and Mike um, probably live live somewhere in Connecticut and she's, you know, their kids are pretty weird and, and she's running, you know, a music program or an arts program with the, with their school for all the other, you know, weird kids. And I think that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you can kind of pinpoint that one any differently. Um. Joey, I think, probably has some trophy wife. <laughs> you know, I, I I think he would eventually settle down and get married. But, you know, we, we all know Joey. Of course, she's got to be a, a 10 out of 10. And probably significantly younger than, than <laughs> him. A little, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit um, mirroring um, Dr. Burke and Monica. Yeah. You know, just kind of, you know, he's maybe he's dating a, a good friend of his daughter. Maybe he's dating Emma. <laughs> That's disgusting. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I regret so many things. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, but wouldn't that be nice karma for Monica? Uh, or I guess, no, Ross didn't have anything to do with it. He doesn't deserve that. Um, but, yeah, so I think Joey's probably got some young, hot trophy wife and you know they did that spinoff series where he was living in LA for a little while but I think he probably went back to New York because he's a New Yorker at heart um Monica and Chandler bought their house out in what was it Westchester that they ended up buying their house yeah Junkas (laughs) and uh and uh they're raising their twins out there as if they're in the 50s and and you know, Chandler, I think, is is office marketing guy where, you know, he's just funny man at the office. And Monica is just controlling as ever. And her kids have to be straight A students and and maybe a little neurotic in those ways. They got color coded calendars with times. And... Right. They got their chore charts all set up. <laughs> they, they got it on lock. And, you know, Chandler's on the chore chart, too. You know, of course. And, um, let's see, Ross and Rachel. You know, romantically, in my brain, I'm like, yeah, of course they stay married and they're still together and they're totally doing it. But part of me's like, eh, they probably ended up breaking up again. (laughs) Right? It just, you know, that's just what they do. Or they, they they aren't divorced; they're just separated, but they're living together, but just staying together for Emily. So they're just like, <laughs> yes, that's perfect. They're not divorced, but they're not technically they're technically married, but they're not acting as a married couple, sleeping in separate rooms. 
yeah. You know. Ross doesn't so, want another divorce, so he's like, I'm not signing. <laughs> and they're just like duking it out, just the co-parent. Yeah. Do you think they had any more kids together? Yeah, they were they were pretty hot for each other, so yeah. Emily, yeah, okay. Emily gets oh my a, God. a sibling. Okay, so what about Susan and Carol? They kind of wrote Susan. And, they kind of wrote Susan and Carol off like after Ben started hanging out with Ross Moore. You, <laughs> they we, really did. They kind of got the shaft too. Yeah, we, we did. I would like to believe that Susan and Carol are still very happily married. I, I'll throw a wrench in you. I'll throw a wrench in that. Oh God. Okay. Susan and Carol. Um, they. Are the ones that are divorced because Carol pulls a Susan on Susan. <gasps> no, the ultimate karma. Yeah. Oof, that's not good. I'm but, th- hey, it, it could happen. Carol looks like she was into sports, so maybe with somebody at a gym or. <laughs> so. Yeah, it could easily be, or maybe somebody that she met at a PTA meeting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, one of the sport of your mom. Yeah, <laughs> some another mom from soccer practice. Yeah, oh, who knows? Uh, yeah, who knows? Okay, that's interesting. Guess the writer. What do, you, what do you What do you think about Joey? Where Where does Joey end up in your brain? I agree with you that he does. He definitely has a trophy wife that's younger. Um, I feel like he's a. Uh, <laughs> struggling to try to get into acting again like just whatever he can take he's getting so you'll see him uh <laughs> like the off 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 broadway stuff or maybe like okay doing um not even commercials but like just voiceovers okay sure okay. you know what you know what screw the off off broadway stuff he's found a new career doing voiceovers okay i accept it He's got a great voice, so he would be great for it. Do you think he would be struggling with the fact that he's he's not on camera anymore? No, because... He's he's a very handsome man, you know? I don't think he'll struggle with that because his go-to will always be, I I got a hot wife. Like, that's his... (laughs) That's what he hangs his hat on in his old age is like... Have you seen my wife? Like, 10 out of 10 model. Like you said, yeah. He's hanging his hat... On the fact that he has a trophy wife who probably is the breadwinner and he's happy to be married to her because he knows he's gotten older, he's got a little salt and pepper. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he gets fat in his old age? Absolutely. His wife has to cook. That's one of the priorities food. for him. <laughs> okay, so so do you think they all still get together for holidays and things like that or do you think they get together more often or less often or how do you think the friendship lasted if they have kids yes everybody's hanging around and the kids are now in the picture okay but say like okay so like joey and his trophy wife don't have kids you think they kind of fizzle out and don't hang out no i think at some point maybe she stops coming around because she's like I don't understand your friends and like why do they keep talking about the break and like yeah she doesn't want to come around but I can see him still like well it's Monica's it's Thanksgiving how can I not go because I I do truly believe that he is the the most loyal friend of all the friends so I think you're probably right in that he would he would be the one to still make a point to spend time with each other yeah okay 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 they should book us to write it. I like it. <laughs> Mail it in right now. We got this. Mail it in. We're on it. I saw. I Good. I I just I I don't I just don't know. There's I'm so conflicted because there's a part of me that would love to see them as their characters again and see how the writers would like them to end up, but I, I think it was I think it is appropriate to leave it be because it did end. Kind of perfectly. I think uh, the reunion, although it wasn't like an episode, it gave us that final episode vibe. Yeah. A little bit of closure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, it gave sure. us that, that vibe. Um, I saw a picture earlier today that said, who wins? And it was a picture of 
the cast from Friends playing basketball against The Office. Ooh. I, I, you know, I hate myself for saying it, but I do have to give the edge to The Office. We just spent all this time talking about reunion, <laughs> and you said the office. Look, man, the Friends cast—they're not known for their athleticism. Now, are we talking office without Michael Scott? Oh no, with it, ha- it would have to be with. Okay. But I—I I think you know between the warehouse guys and and Jim and Daryl and and. Um, Ryan, they—they—they they, they all are, are, you know, athletic enough that they'd be into it. And I just feel like the only competitive people from the friend side are Monica and Ross, the Gellers, <laughs> right? And I think Monica would have to carry the team. <laughs> Nobody else would really contribute anything. So, as much as it pains me to say it, I would have to give the edge to the office in an athletic competition. Before we cut out. Couple, yes. couple more things, but just in '90s nostalgia, right? Quick, I'm gonna rapid fire some questions off to you about the '90s. You just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh God, I'm scared. Okay. All right. Favorite character on Save by the Bell? Ooh, uh, Zach. What was your uh, favorite TGI Friday lineup? Oh, um, oh. I can't remember the name of that. Shut up. Man. What? What was the name of that show? It was, um. Oh, my God. I can't remember. Next. You know my ass is gonna be googling this. <laughs> oh my god! When you think of the nineties, the first song that comes to your mind. Think of nineties, the first what? First song that comes to your mind. Oh, that stupid cranberries yodeling song. Ooh. That I hate. Zombie. Now nah, it's gonna be st- living rent free in your head. I hate that song, but there it is. Nineties <laughs> trend. Nineties trend. You wish would come back. Ooh. Um. Oh, uh, bucket hats. Bucket hats. Ooh. <laughs> I'm really pasty white, so it would do a girl favor. I love bucket hats because I don't like to tan, so there you go. There it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my God, that's awesome. Um, did you have a gigapet? I did. Did you cry? I was very bad at keeping it alive. Okay. All right. And... Two more. Did you have the snap-on ruler bracelet thing? Obviously. Those are coming back a little bit. Did you try to inflict pain on somebody else with said ruler bracelet thing? Obviously. Of course. Okay. Well. It never works. They always snaps too well. Yeah. (laughs) And if you had to... No, no. Not if you had to. The one picture you would not want to resurface from you in the 90s <laughs> describe it all right so me and two of my friends from the neighborhood were uh playing with a disposable camera and we decided that we were going to pretend to be models for the afternoon just like in my backyard trying to be so fierce and so cool <laughs> and there was a picture of me like very dramatically dunking a flower into our pool in the backyard <laughs> and that can never see the light of day again that would be fantastic is that picture not on the internet it's not on the internet but i do believe it is in one of my mother's photo albums <sighs> and know, i'm at my mother's house right now so, so for research might, purposes for, it. for research purposes again <laughs> drop that to me in the inbox i won't I, i'll just <laughs> I'll put a heart on it. Don't worry. What about you? Um, I'll go. I'll go backwards. Uh, picture me from the '90s that I don't want to resurface. 
Uh, it's not much because I usually post them all. I'm one that doesn't really embarrass easy. So majority <laughs> of the embarrassing stuff that I have in the 90s, I'll post myself. Um, okay, good. You can probably go through a lot of photos from me in the 90s and be like, what the hell? Um... I'm gonna, now I'm going to creep on your Facebook. Okay, keep going. You should. Uh, did I have a gigapet? I did because the kids in my class had one and they made them seem cool. Um, <laughs> did you keep yours alive? I, I, I did. I did. Okay, good for you. I did. Uh, I didn't have a ruler snappy thing, but I did uh, like hitting other people with them. <laughs> Anytime you got your hands on one, it was a weapon? Anytime. Um, okay, I got you song that comes to mind when I think of the 90s uh jeez that's oh, a hard one Nirvana Teen Spirit oh classic yes um TGI TGIF lineup uh I did like the Boy Meets World Full House Family Matters and yes Family Matters that was the that was the show I was trying to think of with Steve Urkel see Thank you. you that was a show I was you, trying You could have talked of. it through. I would have helped you. Um, God. Thank you. <laughs> that was going to drive me crazy. Step by step, I didn't care for, but it was like, eh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I, right. ne- I never watched that one. I didn't get into that. Uh, What was the other thing I asked you? Um, then there was, it was some, it was before the very first one. Oh, crap. Oh, favorite, so, a favorite oh, Save by yeah, the Bell character. By the the reason why we have this bond and uh, your husband and my wife just going to have to get over the fact that we're just <laughs> meant to be soulmates. Zach Morris is my favorite as well. Oh, he's great. Quick story. Um, yes. When he sold friendship bands, I took that idea, not the bands, but I took the entrepreneurial attitude and okay. told my mother to take me to Pathmark so I can buy this huge jug of candy went to school and because i saw zach selling friendship bands i sold this huge jug of candy individual individually wrapped items outside of the school store because i thought i was zach morris i made a killing (laughs) i made a killing and my godmother was my godmother was the one who ran the school store and she was like yeah, you can't do that anymore. And I was like, all right, I mean. <laughs> You're hurting my business, kid. You got to do something else. <laughs> I was like, all right. But I thought that I was Zach. hilarious. Yeah, I thought I was Zach. So I had my little moment where I was selling, <laughs> hustling candy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But to tie into earlier, I did think Zach and Kelly were actually a couple for the longest time. Yes, I still do. I refuse to believe anything else. Yeah. I think they're they're still together and married and happy and in love. That's what I think. <laughs> the fact that they were able to uh, squeeze so many different um, spinoffs from Saved by the Bell. Yes. And, like, keep the core people at least. Yes. That doesn't get spoken about often, but that's a task in itself. It really is. And how sad about Screech. Yeah. That, when I saw that, I was like, dang, man. Just awful. Okay, and not to speak ill of the dead, but am I mistaken? Didn't he do a porn video? Yeah, he he was okay. also he was also kind of a douche later on in life. Well, that sucks. But that I mean that could also tie into the the child stardom thing. Yeah, and how difficult that is. But I thought I made that up, and I was like, I, Corey would know. We'll ask him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because you love him, right? <laughs> That. Uh, Corey would know. He he follows he follows Dustin Diamond. He would know. <laughs> Yikes! I did not mean that in a weird way. I just meant because of the '90s fandom. What's the what's the? There was a particular magazine that had all of those people as like post center posters. Oh, um, was it was it K-pop? I don't know the name of it. I'm just going to go with what you're saying because I honestly don't know the name of it. I just remember. It, had, it always had, like, you know, the Saved by the Bell cast or, like, Hanson or, like, Sync and the Backstreet. But, like, it was, like, yes. one of those teeny bopper magazines that had all of those young and up-and-coming child stars on them. Yes. 
Yeah. I think it was K-pop that I could be totally wrong. I'm going with it because I don't know anything else. <laughs> but I used to tear all those posters out, like especially of like the Spice Girls. I loved the Spice Girls, so I would put all of their posters on my wall, on this like one wall, because I wanted to be Ginger Spice so bad. Really? Now, now we're potting. <laughs> now we're potting. Yes, I wanted to be Ginger so bad, so I would like put all of her posters up to like hopefully like manifest her spirit into my life now we got listen now we're going somewhere i like this right here ginger spice well all right yeah i mean she was the sexiest one and for some reason when i was a child i was like yes i want to be the sexy one <laughs> i want to be maybe that's my own thing but <laughs> all right between Mel uh, B, no, it's a trap. It's a trap either way. No, so. no, no. I'm here. You, we're here now. <laughs> Between Mel B and Ginger were the only two reasons why I even looked at the video for "If You Want to Be My Lover." Obviously, really not not a Victoria Beckham guy, huh? I wasn't. Wow, that surprises me a little bit. I wasn't. I, I she just was like the one, you know. This is I gonna feel sound like she bad. Was the one that all the guys like wanted. This is gonna sound bad, but I, I, she was the least memorable for me. Yeah, she didn't do a lot like within the group, but she was visually just sexy all the time. In those little black dresses and the stilettos, so I just thought like for sure she was like every guy's fantasy. I, I thought for the longest time I thought she was like just the manager. I didn't know she was actually part of the group <laughs> because. <laughs> Just wasn't like nothing stuck out that was memorable for me. You started dancing in the video and you were like, "Wow, she's really committed to her job." I was like, "Oh my god, they let the manager dance. That's so cool." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she definitely didn't contribute a lot musically, but visually, she sure did. She was a looker. Yeah. Oh, she still is. She was a looker. I mean, she married David Beckham. You don't marry David Beckham if you're ugly. Just listen. <laughs> When I saw that David Beckham had both of his legs each individually insured for $68 million a piece, I said, oh, okay, all right, well, <laughs> okay, I get it. That is insane. I would love to take a look at, like, his bank account. You and me both. I'm just curious to know, like, what his balance is. I, I can assure you it probably <laughs> never hits below eight figures. That's just mind-blowing. Yeah, I, I can almost guarantee that. Uh, you know how we do? I need a show or movie that you're watching. Ooh. Um, well, actually, recently, um, this is maybe embarrassing, and I hope you don't judge me, but recently I've been going back and re-watching The Big Bang Theory because I used to watch it with my dad, and I haven't watched it for a long time, and I actually missed the last few seasons. So I've recently been going back and watching The Big Bang Theory. It's not as funny as I remember, but now I'm committed, so I'm just doing it. <laughs> that, that's not uh, judge-free zone always, but we <laughs> is told... Is the lamest answer? <laughs> no, no. But here, I, and this is why I'm saying, like, they're just going to have to understand that we're just connected. My nephew, yeah. he has uh, a group of friends that we told him they look like the cast in the Big Bang Theory. And this was recent. <laughs> this is recent. So, yeah. Okay. That, 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 <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I enjoy many of the characters, but the show isn't as funny as I remember it being when, it, when I first started watching it. So, um, But now, like I said, I'm committed, so I'm going to continue watching. <laughs> you know what I want to go back and actually watch? Because the episodes that I caught were funny. Uh, mad yeah. about you. Okay, okay, yeah. I I never watched that show either, so that might have to be an endeavor for both of us. M maybe we we binge it and come back and do a little combo about that. Hmm. Is it streaming? I don't know. We better find out. But it, uh, if I'm assuming it should be on Peacock because that's where it was. Okay, good. Yeah, and you know WWE, we got Peacock, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming we'll that's check it out, was. and then maybe we can reconvene again. Absolutely, mine is uh, HBO Max, Mayor of Easttown. 
Oh, okay. Really good. If you haven't watched it, episodes. I on, they, they only have about six or seven episodes, but it's quite honestly uh, a really amazing show. Is it like a comedy, a drama? It's like- a drama. Okay. Okay. It, it's a drama. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I can get you a... All right. Uh, more, I'm going to read just a quick synopsis for you. Sure. Mayor Sheehan, an office, a police officer investigated in a small Pennsylvania town, investigates a brutal murder, and she tries to keep her life from falling apart. Ooh, intriguing. Hmm. hmm. Will she succeed? Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> HBO Max. If you if you got some time to, uh, to watch it, it yeah, it's you'll breeze through it because the episodes are so good that they'll keep you engaged. But it's also only like six or seven. So great, I love that. I do. Thank you again. My pleasure. I was so happy to do this. Thank you for asking me to. When I, listen, you have an open invite whenever you want to come up. Don't feel like I got to reach out to you whenever you want to come up. Hey, I want to talk. We'll find something to talk about. So Great. I love it. Well, you have yourself a good one. Hey, I want you to get your excuses ready um, when you come back. Um, not just you, but everybody. Get your excuses ready. Outside's opening back up. So you should have a whole new, a whole year's list of excuses that you've been saving up to call out of work to do whatever. So why you can't go to functions? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's a whole list. But and they better be good. It, share them with me if you. I, they might be one I want to use. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much again. Uh, love to you and Steven. My pleasure. We love you guys and we can't wait to get together with you soon. Of course. Of Yay. course. Oh, hello. Oh, oh.